0: Welcome to the Conversations with Women of Colour podcast with your hosts, Danusha and Megan. Today we chat to Megan Edwards. She is a radio presenter on Magic 828 Music. She's a voice actor, a TV presenter on Cape Town TV. She's a training facilitator as well as an events MC, mentor and VR specialist. She is definitely a force to be reckoned with. And we're so glad to have her on the show today.
1: Hi Megan, how are you doing?
2: Hello, hello ladies. <laughs> so good to be here, uh, Dan- Danusha <laughs> and, and Megan. It's so good to meet you virtually.
0: Yes, lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us. We are very excited to hear about uh, your story today. Thank mm. you
2: so much. It's it's an honor for me to have a platform to share it, you know, and hopefully Maybe we can inspire just one person tonight.
1: And that will be exactly enough <laughs> if we do. Um, so, yeah, let's just get into it, Megan. Um, tell us, um, how did you get into the broadcasting industry and uh, what do you exactly, what do you do? All right. Oh, I'm, I'm going
2: to try to not, you know, keep it too long, but it is kind of a long story, but t- I'm going to sort of fast forward a couple of things. I was working in uh, the corporate industry. Um, if I want to um, actually go further back, as a child, I grew up around my grandmother, who was very eloquent in her speaking, and she actually did have an amazing voice. And so, um, you know, as a child, and if that is the environment you're growing up in, and your caregiver just says things a certain way that nobody does um that's what you sort of gravitate toward and so as a child i was always very infatuated with the things she said and the way she said it so i grew up um, having a love for voice in particular always very attracted to people's voices and secondly, just for the spoken word. And then growing up, you know, I would have people say to me, uh, why do you speak like that? Like, And I I wondered if there was something wrong with me. But fast forward, um, getting into corporate, I worked for one of the biggest telecommunications in the country uh, or organizations in the country at the time. And also there, I was uh, sort of um, ridiculed for the way I spoke because I was a colored girl, you know, coming from Bounteval, spiel uh, mm. in alles, you know, and so people didn 't expect for me to when I do speak English to pronunciate and enunciate certain things a certain way, uh, but it was very much imprinted in me because that was what I grew up with, and so um yeah, and so with these this telecommunications company I worked for, I worked in a customer service and actually. Callers started saying to me, "Oh wow, um, are you a real person, or are you the lady on the Celsi voice, or are you, or is this a machine or something?" <laughs> and and they would be calling a, a different company, uh, but they thought I'm the lady from an opposing company, <laughs> and um, that was really funny. Um, but everyone then started to get to know me, and I I was then known as the voice, sort of thing. Um, um yeah i was known as megan uh megan alexander at the time the voice and done um it could be uh um what was it uh media 24 um i i worked there for a little while and there i was known as Destem, stem you know and <laughs> so this this voice thing and DSTEM thing has always sort of been following me i ended up working at uh well still within this uh, telecommunications organization and one of my customers actually discovered me and she happened to work for the SABC and she said you have to have to have to have to do something with your voice and I said well I don't know what to do what do I do Uh, but I grew up singing in choirs I grew up loving to do plays and and theatre and things like that on a sort of high school level and she said come and see me on Monday. She gave me her address and off I went the following Monday. I think I I lied about staying out of work that day and um, I ended up at the SABC studios. Fast forward um, that was when I recorded my very first voice demo as a voice artist. Now at that time I don't even think that we had uh, what do you call it, it um, a memory stick uh, memory sticks was not That's a fair. thing like but- <laughs> It wasn't a thing. This is now the late 90s, early 2000s. It wasn't quite a thing. We just came into Y2K, the new millennium and all of these things, uh, new millennial. And um, so I, uh, they gave me a disc, of course. They gave me a floppy disc, I think you call it. And I took that and I actually made several copies and I started sending that. Uh, to various production houses and recording studios and wherever I could. And I actually started getting work. But I was still working at Vodacom, definitely. Um, I owe them so much, so hopefully they would love the fact that I mentioned them. I still worked for, for them and um, I actually ended up doing some voice work for the organization. Um, But I kept on working and I worked there for over 15 years. I was in the telecommunications industry and then having my voice work as my my side hustle. So uh, from that time already, I didn't know anybody doing a side hustle. But the only reason I was doing a side hustle was because I really um, loved what I was doing. And it just filled my spirit and it made me a, a, a whole person, so to speak. And so I was doing that side hustle on the weekends after work. I remember running around after work um, to go and take more courses, professional voiceover courses, standing on the weekend, um, doing MC work, um, announcements in stores, and so, so much more, it was crazy. In the meantime, raising four kids, uh, a marriage, everything, and trying to be a career woman as well. Um, Fast forward to that, I eventually left the organization and I went to freelance because I I spent some time in uh, training and development, and I went to freelance as a training and development facilitator. And then um, also then that freed up time for me to actually then get into more voice work. And I got more into voice work, kept on doing voice work. Um, not a lot though, of course, it's a, it's a very competitive industry. And so you'll get a couple of gigs and then you don't get gigs for like six months or three months and you think that, oh my goodness, is it over for me? You know, I then um, yeah kept on doing that. Um, eventually I ended up, um, yeah, I was freelancing for a number of years. I ended up then um, taking a position in e-commerce, and I worked in e-commerce for several years up until I then decided to leave in 2017, and I was 40, yes, am I correct? Yes, I was 40, yeah. I was turning 40 Um, and I decided that to become a better voice artist and a voice actor, I need some acting skills. So I went to take up an acting course. Um, I did one year full time. I left my job completely, uh, studied acting for one year and on the side, still doing my voiceover gigs, um, commercials, whatever I could. And yeah, I was literally the 40-year-old, the the mom in the class, because my peers were all my kids' ages, you know, like 18, 19, 20, and they would... make me go and drink with them after college and do all crazy things like that but it was the best (laughs) year of my life I then decided to um continue with that and do my ATCL which is like a lecturer's qualification because I I wanted to also give back so many people come to me and ask Megan how do I use my voice how do I, I become a voice artist and so I wanted to do um A lecturing sort of qualification so that I could teach voice and speech and I did that Um, and so I spent about two years um, just focusing on that and doing voice work and whatever I could. In that time though in that two years a community radio station uh, was looking for some people and I was referred to them and I pretty much expected an interview. I had no experience in radio uh, but just, yeah, once they heard my voice, they said, um, you've got the job, do whatever you want to do. We're giving you these slots. And I came home and I asked my kids, goodness, what am I going to do? And they said, mom, just be yourself and talk about health and wellness and all those things you love to talk about that we don't want to hear about. And so um, I ended up doing a health and wellness show on this community radio station. Uh, fast forward, I was then headhunted by a commercial radio station who I am still working and that's how I got into broadcasting. Um, I now am a voice actor still, of course, a radio presenter. I'm also a TV presenter. I present a uh, environmental show. Um, I do commercials as well. I do training facilitation, and I also do uh, work for an NGO that mentors young people. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what I do.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. It's, it's incredible to hear your journey, um, the way you evolved, you know, just discovering your passions and then not only discovering it, but taking the next step and actually pursuing your dreams. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely incredible. Now, this um, industry that you're in is very Um, glitzy you know there's lots of glamour so to anyone looking from the outside um, you know people think that you are always on the go always attending events having your hair done getting your makeup done and you know going shopping and then going off to the next event what does a typical day look like for you
2: all right thanks I'm so happy you asked that question because the other night I was having a discussion with a very close friend of mine and I said that it's so crazy that people believe also that people in media um, like like we have money all the time and we absolutely don't we also have to (laughs) we have to save we have to be very business savvy we have to have good business uh, we have to really watch our finances to have income very often you're waiting for clients to pay you and so what do you do to tie you over so it's not glamorous life at all. Um, a a typical day um, in my life. And also just to go back, you know, people see the end product, but they don't see what it's taken you to get there. Um, They don't see all the rejection you have to go through. uh, When that mic goes on, you know, on radio um, on a Saturday, Sunday morning, I have to be the most positive person, no matter what has happened at home. I have to create a new perception for that listener and really pick them up from, from that. Place that they are in, uh, just even if it is for those couple of hours. So, yes, they see the end product, but it's way more than that. A day in my life can get so crazy to the extent that uh, my kids have to say, like, you've got to calm down, woman, (laughs) that sort of thing. Um, It can go from a very chill day to a day where everything is happening in one day. So typically, um, I would get up in the morning, I've been working for another organization, a recording studio for up to, it's actually five years now already, where I am one of the uh, main Or lead character voices in a drama series so um, my character's very busy so in the morning it's usually off to dubbing we call that voice dubbing um, voice dubbing in the in in the morning Um, after that I would have a couple of um, voice gigs so I have now signed with an agent of course uh, because sometimes it gets to a stage where you need help to get other people to find your work and also just other people to just sort everything else out for you uh, when it comes to invoicing voiceover clients so an agent has been amazing it's such uh, such a lifesaver so very often from voice dubbing I would have a couple of gigs directed to me from my agent whether it be big television brands to 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 car or motor brands to anything really um, pet insurance um, these are just things popping out of my head the kind of stuff that I've been busy with whether it be COVID-19 stuff I'm doing so um, and then off there um, I was doing for four years now the late night show and so it will be voice dubbing then off to maybe voiceovers from there um, I still have been holding down a training and development job um, freelancing uh, trading as myself so I book certain days to train a class and we train uh, predominantly in the road transport industry so I'm training drivers and office workers at logistics company uh, the guys in the workshops and so forth Um, so it's been road transport supervision because I do come from a wholesale and retail background and e-commerce as well Um, so that happens that's a couple of hours a day with my learners Um, And then at night, it would be radio. Yeah. And then I would be off to radio. Right now, though, I am doing the breakfast show on the weekend. And my voice work is has come in even more. So I'm way more busy uh, Monday to Friday with voice work with some big uh, productions and commercials going on. And yeah, just other voice gigs happening commercials, TV commercials. Yes, I've I've done quite a couple of commercials as well and just the life of an artist, but it can be very erratic. Um, There's also, of course, the NGO that that I work for. Of course, I'm doing PR, but I started off being a mentor to a couple of young ladies still doing that, but also doing PR for this organization. So always looking at ways in which to promote the organization, looking for funding and looking at how we can get uh, our name out there, kind of. So yeah, it's just the whole lot. Of course, there's the family as well. Um, I, I'm a mother of four. Two of them are, I'm going to say kind of adults because they're not out of my home as yet. I can't quite get them out now in the national state of disaster. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but four kids and uh, my husband is, of course, um, yeah, he's my, 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 my rock and he assists me in literally almost everything. So that's me.
0: Wow. <laughs> I don't know how you do it all. Especially <laughs> you are a mom, you have four kids, um, and then you have all these things going for you. I, I really don't know how you do it all. But mm-hmm. I just want to go back to, to something you mentioned earlier. Um, do you feel any pressure in this industry? Um, you, like, Is there a lot of pressure to maintain a certain image? And is it easy to, to lose yourself?
2: Yeah, that's such a great question because I always say that I'm so, so I'm a late bloomer. So I really, I mean, my, my sort of career in media really only started taking off after I turned 40 and making some hectic strides in my life and deciding, you know, that I was going to take a couple of risks. Um, So, but I always say that I'm so happy that it happened later for me because talent for me is really nothing without character. If you you can have the talent, but you may not have the character to support, to drive, to uphold, to keep up that talent. And so um, I've probably always been talented in a specific area. Yes, uh, God has blessed me with certain gifts, but was I actually ready, you know? And so now I find myself in a space where, yes, um, there is a lot of pressure in the industry. Uh, Some of my biggest challenges, of course, is ageism where I mean just being in commercials I mean I'm even looking at doing some modeling now Um, um, just being in radio just being in media I'm hosting events as well you know when they look at who's going to be the next host for a really big event for a corporate are they going to go for the younger person or the woman with the four kids sort of thing so um, there is a lot of pressure but it's so important that you know yourself. And because I know myself, I know my worth, I know my gifts and my talents, and I understand that I am supposed to be in particular spaces, and that's it. And if it's not my space, it's not my space. I'm not going to fight about it. I'm not going to worry about it. Things will come to me because it's supposed to. And and sometimes you have to reach out and grab things, grab opportunities too. If you grab an opportunity and it works out, it's supposed to be your space. So there's a lot of that, ageism is a big challenge. Um, The other thing is, uh, the other challenge would be just being a woman, being a woman. um, It's a very male dominated industry, of course, especially radio and voice. Growing up, the biggest voices I was attracted to were always male voices. Now, was that because it was always a male? In particular, they were putting on radio? Or was it because I just really loved their voices and they were just the best and therefore I just kept hearing them? But I think it is the latter. Um, Actually, no, I think it is the former. I think it is because males were always being pushed to be on radio, to be in media, to be that authoritative voice. So at a very young age, I knew I had an authoritative voice. If you listen to my voice, um, you'll find it's on a deeper level. And so I compete now with men where at the station I work for um with the gigs I get a lot of it was meant for a man but I do it just as well as a man would have done it so um yeah that thing that thing you know the male thing has been one of my biggest challenges and then of course being a woman but also being a woman of color the color thing is huge the race thing absolutely um it was very male dominated this industry and it was very white unfortunately um and this is where we are today and so those are my challenges how do I work against that how do I yeah what do I do Basically, I just stay consistent. I stay consistent, but also being a colored woman, ons moet must nou 10 times 10 keer moes nou dit is die volgende in werk, verstaan? Ons moet nou, ja, ons moet nou baie hard werk. So we need to work times 10 harder. We need to rock up earlier. We need to bring our best every single time. It's sort of unfair but listen, it is what it is. It's important to do so in the beginning so people can, can win your trust or and people can see what you're about, you know. Um, it's so awesome now, you know, to, to be hired for colored accent stuff, you know. Like last week, I was this colored chick on the taxi. You know, it was liquor, you know. And I just enjoyed it so much. And what I loved was... Um, that there was representation on the call. So the client wanted to be present while we recorded. And it was a group of male, white males, and it was one colored woman. And I felt so represented in that space. It was amazing because she was able to say, um, and I just felt so represented and it's so important. So those are the challenges, of course, it's race. And it's it's the fact that I'm a female, of course. And yeah, and just, I think also, yeah, just being older, you know, people think like, what are you doing here? Like, why? Like women go sleep, <laughs> like, relax, you know, go home, be with the kids sort of thing. Um, but I'm not ready for that. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow. Well,
1: yeah, I, you know, and you think about it, it's that most industries are actually male-dominated women weren't allowed to be in so many spaces at all yeah. you know yeah. um so it, it's kind of crazy when you really think about it because everyone we've had on the show has literally said it's a male dominant industry or if it wasn't yeah. um they had to hold their own seats there was no seat at the table um for them um mm-hmm. so speaking about that and being a woman of color is it easy to for someone to build the industry um, in media as a woman of color or build a career sorry
2: <laughs> yeah yes 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 even build a whole industry absolutely let's do that but um is it easy I mean we've come a long way right we have come a long way I have to say though and I don't know I don't know why God has positioned this like this for me but for some reason my teachers have always been white my teachers have always been someone who is not of color and um it's so crazy and I mean I I can pay homage to some some people some white South Africans who's literally taken me under their wing and taught me everything they knew, you know, and given me those little golden nuggets and sit next to me and be like, Megs, I just want to give you feedback. I listened to your show last night or Megs this and that, you know, and um, it's been amazing. So I've had the best teachers. So we we have come a very long way. Is it easy? No, it is still not easy because we are still fighting the very same thing you know it is 45 years later as old as i am it was 1976 when the youth of south africa said no way we are fighting against this different kind of education bantu education no what is this and i mean thousands took to the streets and thousands died for us today but we are fighting the same thing we are not getting the same level of education um yeah it's 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 not easy at all but it can be done I was um so another thing I do is um I sort of mentor outside of 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 the organization also mentor as a voice artist and And as a radio presenter, so I've taken a couple of ladies under my wing and particularly ladies of color, particularly ladies who relate to me. And they said, Megan, I want to be in radio. I want to be a voice artist. So I'm busy on a journey with them. But I met with one of these ladies yesterday and I said to her, listen, at the end of the day, okay? I don't know if it's chemistry, is it God? Is it whatever? But one plus one makes two. We are absolutely certain of that, correct? Now, consistency okay. plus consistency creates success you will yeah. be successful yes you will get there I got there eventually it doesn't matter how long it's going to take that's not the issue here it doesn't matter how long it's going to take or what your, your, your uh, challenges are but if you persist and if you stay consistent you will get there. And so I wanted to have a more prominent show. And for years, I've been doing the nighttime show, not getting paid a lot of money. Um, it's not a prominent show. I mean, it's not one of those headline shows. You don't even know if anybody's listening. Now and then you get a message. It's not the best experience. And then boom, one day I'm given the breakfast show. You know, So you will succeed if you persist. End of the story, and you've got to keep on getting up. Is it a Leah who sings it? Yes, you've got to pat yourself off, get up, and try again and so that's that's the main thing, man. you have to persist. it's not easy. it's not meant to be easy. Remember you're not doing this for yourself. I'm doing this for so many other colored women. I get messages on my phone all the time makes I saw this makes I saw you on TV makes I'm so proud of you and then we have a conversation as to what this person wants to do and I get to encourage and inspire but just inspiring by me being persistent in my own journey is also enough so it's not easy but it can be done
0: I love that I absolutely love that and I think um, you mentioned something so important and that is consistency Consistency mm-hmm. is the key to success. So if there are any young women listening that um, require um, any sort of mentorship or perhaps they want to get in contact with you, you know, maybe they also have dreams of becoming a voiceover artist or a radio personality, how can they get in contact with you?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, well, they can contact me on my email address. It's megantrainer4 at gmail.com, megantrainer4, numeric4 at gmail.com. I have that email, Megan Trainer, because I've been in training and development for so many years. And then, of course, on Instagram at, at uh, voice of Megan Edwards, voice of Megan Edwards. That's my Instagram handle. So yeah, I guess those are the two best ways. My cell phone number is 82 and they're more than welcome to WhatsApp me as well. In fact, I do so much on WhatsApp. I'm busy coaching a student on WhatsApp where she's I mean, COVID times, you know, where she's reading scripts to me and I'm giving a direction. So um, we will do whatever we can. Um, If I can't mentor you and don't have the capacity, I now have a network. And so I've started sort of um, getting a couple of other ladies in the industry together um, who's also now open to mentoring. And so putting them in contact with someone that I think it would be a, a good fit with, you know. So that's how you can get in contact with me, yes. Um, the other thing is, if, if this is something you want to do, um, I just want to um, not forget to say this, is that you have to be willing to do the work. You have to do what it takes, you know? I had to come home from work every day feed the family, make supper, and then get on a taxi. And it's dark in winter already. Get on a taxi to Weinberg. It's lekker rofter beter. It's, you know, it's not safe for a woman alone. And travel to Weinberg and go do a nighttime show and catch that retreat bus to Woodstock. Catch that bus back at 9 o'clock in the evening. And I did that twice a week. But I did it because I knew this was going to pay off. And it wasn't like that forever up until I got a sponsorship for Uber and Bolt and things like that. So you've got to be able to put in the work. If there's a workshop happening and you can make it, make the workshop. If there's a meeting or a coffee you want to have with someone, pursue that person. Make contact. Send that email. I also always say it's very important, and my sister shared this with me me many years ago. She said every day she's learned, do something toward your goal. Whether it be reading about it, whether it be watching something on YouTube, making that call, setting up a coffee date, just do something that you know was in line with your goal. So um, yeah, you've got to be able to do the work. Um, If you're not willing to, forget it. Forget it, you know, Uh, Mm. but do the work. Yeah.
1: Mm. Thank you so much. I've learned a lot and I definitely see the industry in a different way now that I've chatted to you. And I'm so glad that you shared your details as well for anyone interested.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much, Danusha. Uh, What great work you guys are doing, you know, for women of color, colored women, and just women in general, you know. Um, There is absolutely a community of women uh older women and you know 40s and up who are doing the things you know so I'm I'm inspired and encouraged and just honored to be seen as someone that you would even feel would fit this kind of platform so I really thank you guys thank you so
0: so much. much Megan
1: Thank you for joining Conversations with Women of Colour. Check out our Instagram page called Conversations with Women of Colour and we'll see you there.